0: You're listening to The 21 Day Pursuit, a daily journey toward the heart of God. We believe that no other goal or pursuit will satisfy, if not born of loving and being loved by Jesus. So welcome to The Pursuit.
1: Welcome to day two of the 21-day pursuit, where we're pursuing a greater reality with God. And we are in the day two of our theme of a ready heart, and really trying to come before God in this pursuit of preparing our hearts, wanting hearts that are ready to hear from Him, to see Him, and to know Him. And the verse that we are looking at today in our devotional is in Psalm 40. Verse 6. And so I'm going to read that. I got Allie and Connor and Calvin with me today. Hey, I'm going to, Hey.
0: Hey, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to read that. And it says in Psalm 40, verse 6, it says this Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, Here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. And I have to give credit to Eugene Peterson, great author. If you have read the Message Bible, then you have seen the work of Eugene Peterson. And he highlighted to me years ago, I remember reading about this verse, and highlighted something pretty amazing about this verse in the line where it says, but my ears you have opened. Now, I do not read or write Hebrew. Anyone (laughs) here read or write Hebrew? Negative. Uh, My
2: favorite college professor. Shout out to Dr. David Emmanuel. Shout out.
1: Did he help you read or write Hebrew?
2: Helped me to understand the importance
1: of reading and writing. (laughs) Starting to learn, (laughs) not even remotely there. The beginning phases of reading and writing. Doctor Emmanuel,
2: if you're listening to this, I have so much gratitude for you, sir. Okay.
1: Well, we got gratitude for Eugene Peterson because he highlighted that in Hebrew. Uh, it actually says something a little bit different that's really hard to translate into English. And the best English equivalent is, but my ears you have opened, where God is opening our ears. But in Hebrew, it actually literally has this word picture where it says, ears you have dug for me. Hmm. And it has a sense of like, you would use that phrase if you're digging like with a pickaxe in rock, Mm. In granite, yeah, yeah or dig using like a tool to dig into hard ground, and i've that's always stuck with me. this whole idea of often we want to hear God, we want to know his voice and rely on him, but often, like our hearts and our ears, it's like it's hard, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's hard to hear him, but God's w- ability to speak to us is greater than our ability to hear him, mm. yeah, and that it is actually not just God who speaks to us, it is God that gives us even the ability to hear what he's speaking to us. Mm. Yeah. And that encourages me so much to really come before him and that God is going to give us that ability like even if we've got like granite heads yeah, <laughs> literally and granite hearts. Yeah. He's going to dig a hole in it so that we can mm. hear what he has to say to us during this time. Yeah.
2: All right. I think it's really interesting that there's a lot of Christian language that kind of floats around. Many of you who are even listening now, you've probably heard people say, oh, well, God told me or I heard or I felt the Lord tell me this. And obviously, sometimes that in those situations, it's somebody truly sharing what God has told them and that it can be a really encouraging moment. It can be a really awesome revelation moment for multiple people. But I think it can also get really confusing. And I know (laughs) as I've gone throughout my walk in my faith and in my relationship with Jesus, I've really had to spend a lot of time taking a look at how many voices I'm actually letting into my life and yeah, how good. that affects the way that I can hear God. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, that's kind of one of like the pinnacle points of having a ready heart mm-hmm. is it's just sitting come, down. Some
0: people be pouring some concrete in my ears. Come on. For real.
3: When when I think of people who are saying, like, I heard from the Lord, they're like, Hey, I heard from the Lord that we should date, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ew. I heard from the Lord that you're gonna be if my friend. Any of you right? are listening yeah, and someone's ever said, said that, that to you, uh, run. run.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I
0: just hear I just hear the beeping of a, a concrete truck in reverse. <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: literally. <laughs> But I know personally, I've really, there have been times in my life where I've struggled because I've allowed all these other voices to come in. So Mm -hmm. if there are people that are listening that you're really trying to figure out, how do I have a ready heart? How do I hear from the Lord? Um, I think the best place that you can start is genuinely really evaluating how many different voices you're letting into your life. Um, Really, God just asks that we would be available to hear him and he really takes care of the rest and i'm thankful for that but we can make it a lot harder on ourselves if we are constantly listening to sermons and podcasts and social media and stop hanging out to with podcasts yeah stop listening <laughs> except but, for this one. Except, except for this one, <laughs> one.
3: <laughs> yeah except these four voices keep listening
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah connor what do you think about this yeah
3: so um we when we were Getting ready for this, I the the psalm that came to my mind was uh, Psalm thirty seven, and that's that that um, psalm has really hit me in this idea of you know I, I've struggled with like busyness in life, and even am I'm, I'm a junkie for podcasts and sermons mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you know being in ministry and stuff like that, just going and working and doing. Um And I have struggled with the idea of the, the voice of God and hearing and delighting in him. And then I came across Psalm 37, um, which says trust in the Lord and do what is good dwell in the land and live and uh, live securely. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, Lindsay, you just mentioned this like God's the one who gives us the desire. He's the one who gives us the Holy spirit. He's the one who allows us to hear from him and so you would think that god wants us like i say this all the time and people are probably sick of me saying this here at reality um the story of the bible is god with us he's finding every way to have a relationship with us and i think what what has happened is we have gotten um concrete let's just keep using that in our ears through life through maybe it's pain maybe it's um Trials in life, maybe it is other voices um and we've built up concrete and so one of the ways that we see in scripture um Jesus actually gives us an example uh right before he excuse me right before he's going to the cross he he doesn't he doesn't want to do this he doesn't want to go before the um you know onto the cross and so he asks the Lord to literally change his heart mm-hmm. yeah to literally change his heart and so um my encouragement for us like real practical is pray the prayer. Like if your heart does not desire God or to hear from God necessarily, that's not like the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning, man, I just suggest that you pray. Like pray that the Lord would literally start putting some picks to your ear and start cracking away at Mm -hmm. your ears to open up. What are the things that are actually getting in the way? Even maybe you ask the Lord, hey, what are the things that are uh, in my life right now that I'm doing Mm -hmm. that are blocking the voice of God? I can't help but,
0: like, continue to think about the process of, like, concrete and how you pour it. And it's, yeah. like, it's, it's wet and it's permeable. And it's, like, somewhat easy to clean out at that moment. But what yep. you allow us to sit there and cure Ooh, good. becomes harder over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just reflective of that. Like, what has seeped into my ears and I'm just letting it cure.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Honest moment. Oh, no. What's seeped into my what like if you're thinking about those things and concrete? you're like praying that prayer yeah yeah actually taking time today as you're listening to this to just say God dig ears for me so I can hear you mm-hmm. but what are those things sometimes it's like God I feel like God digs ears and then mm-hmm. I'm like fill it back in with mm-hmm. concrete yeah. yeah you do what what's <laughs> the thing we all do that yeah what's what's the thing that maybe God would say hey like you're filling your own ears with concrete totally. What, what would you say that let's honest moment, openness and brokenness? I think for me, um, I, I (laughs) openness and brokenness,
3: openness and brokenness, (laughs) baby. So I, like for me, um, I've been going through this journey recently of really, um, I put a lot of pressure on myself and, um, one of the things I just, it's really, I don't have a trust for other people to do what they say that they're going to do, um, and so that rolls up to my relationship with the Lord. And so I'm just like, I'm just not going to necessarily like hear from you because I'm scared that you're going to let me down. And so there's almost like I put the earplugs or the concrete in myself and I keep it there because it's, it's honestly for me, it's just really safe. Like yeah. if the Lord, when I've heard from him, it's really scary. He's asking me to give up something. He's asking me to get rid of or, or stop doing something. And so for me, honestly, it's just um, – it's more comfortable mm. to yeah. not.
1: That's
3: a painful, painful process I've gone through. I know for me at least, yeah. Um, of that.
2: So,
1: what about you, Allie? What is it for me? It
2: would be overly verbally processing. Oh. So I know there are probably many who can relate to me in the sense that I'm an extrovert. I'm a talker. I'm a verbal processor. I like to get things out and then think about them, and that helps me process. I can't really keep it inside, so. The concrete that keeps filling my ears and then hardening and sitting there would be, say there's a situation that I want to change or I feel like I can't change, and I'm waiting on God to move. And then I'm talking to my husband Bobby, and I'm like, yeah, but then what if this happens? And what if this happens? And then if this happens, then this will happen, and my life will just be over. <laughs> and you just go down this crazy spiral rabbit hole, and you're left at the end of that conversation, not with a solid answer. Not with true faith, not with the deepening of your trust in what God's doing, yeah. but you're just really overwhelmed, confused. So and what do you do? Quite frankly, what do exhausted. you do in those
1: moments when you realize I am overly verbally processing?
2: My husband's really good at calling me out. Okay. <laughs> as we've grown in our shout out, Bobby. Shout out to shout out to Bobby. Bobby, um, Yeah, time. but as we've grown in our relationship and in our marriage, that's something that. Is a huge priority for us is being able to call each other out in yeah, gentleness and graciousness mm. so, good. so in the moment he can really like help call me back down to earth but i mean choosing solitude over verbally processing and entertaining myself is huge for me mm, yeah. yeah
1: what about you Kevin?
0: yeah i think just thinking of this whole topic of having a ready heart and and you know, allowing God to dig ears for us is kind of having an honesty with yourself as, as to where you're at, like spiritually, emotionally, just what's your health level right now. And so I encourage everybody to listen, you know, everybody listening to, to ask the Lord, like, where am I at? And, and just get honest with yourself. Allie and I were talking, I think yesterday we were talking about like music. We're both worship leaders Mm -hmm. and like, um, you know, I, and I think this seeps into any area of life where you know we have this self conscious nature to want to pretend that we're somewhere we're not,
2: yeah, to
0: impress people, mm-hmm. um, or that's good, you know, to level up or whatever it might be. You know, in terms of music, we were talking about how like some of us are better at yeah. music theory and some of us are better <laughs> vocally, and and I like for me in ministry, it's a pitfall because, um like I don't know for instance I don't know scripture as well as Connor does mm-hmm. but I feel the tension of being a leader in the church and wanting to pretend that like yeah. I know yeah. scripture as much as somebody else so I, I think a pitfall for me often is like being honest with where I'm at really because good, that's what it means to to be to have a ready heart is to say god I I'm recognizing where I'm where I'm at and yeah. I want to be somewhere else and I know you want me to be somewhere else And so I'm willing to recognize I'm here and I need you to take me here. And the only way I can do that is is to get honest with myself.
1: It's so good. I think the honesty, especially as we're beginning this 21-day journey. Oh yeah. We gotta be honest with where we're at. I know for me, I overly don't verbally process, but I (laughs) overly think. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like a consumer of information. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like God is like trying to like speak to me, I think sometimes. And I'm just like, down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. of learning and information mm-hmm. and God's like, it's like, he's right there. <laughs> it's like, hello. Um, and so even sometimes just, I went through a season of like cutting out the news. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was, it was just a practical application. I think a lot of people need to yeah, hear that I was one. Say, yeah. Maybe- I had to cut out the news. It was like these voices. I listened to the news m- like a hundred times more than I was sitting in silence, listening to God. Wow. Yeah. And then I cut out Facebook because it made me so cynical. Wow, mm. and I felt justified in it because mm. I'm like, look at these terrible yeah. people that aren't like Jesus, well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, and, and look at me <laughs> and how perfect and I how I perfect are. I am. Never and done I was that like one before. So cynical, <laughs> and know. then I cut out Twitter because it made me again even more oh, cynical. Yeah. so it's just me and Instagram right now, and. And, and, that's and dog go. and puppy accounts yeah, and, there you and go. little babies and babies, babies. all, all my babies. babies. <laughs> but like, I think it is sometimes really practical. Like, you want to hear God, but we're like, just for me, I'm just filling my head and my yeah. heart with so many right. different voices. Yeah. And I think in this 21 day pursuit, I want to renew and ask God, Hey, yeah. is there something you want to adjust so I can actually have time? Yeah, I'm yeah. right. Really it can good. be super
0: practical. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like. It doesn't have to be all emotional or spiritual even. Mm-hmm. It can be like, what is just something practical that's in my life that's, that's taking up too much space? And in terms of whenever I think of spiritual discipline, I always think of it as something's got to go. Yeah. Like oh, I can't yeah. introduce this, even this 21-day pursuit, I can't introduce this to my life so good. without removing something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the spiritual discipline in itself is... I'm removing this. Yeah. Like social media or something practical.
1: That's so good. Hey, guys, I want to encourage you as we are on day two to pray this prayer God, dig ears Mm -hmm. in my granite because I want to hear your voice. We want to hear him. There's no other pursuit that has more value than pursuing God, knowing his love and loving him. So thank you for joining us. We'll hear from you or talk to you tomorrow, day three of the 21 day pursuit.